Welcome to Ami Sites, a podcast that offers you access to thought leaders who can help you expand your entrepreneurial toolbox. Learn from seasoned entrepreneurs who have already walked in your shoes and can help you with your day-to-day business decisions. Join the founder and CEO of Multifunding, Ami Kassar, and his co-host, Lynn Ozer, the president of Multifunding, aka the SBA Queen, as they help you navigate, grow, and stay in control of your business. Hello, everybody. We have a special guest today. Welcome to the Amicites podcast. Our guest today is all the way from South Africa, Mibaza Siaka. He is part of the Mazanzi restaurant that many of you heard about our stories in our travels to South Africa a couple of weeks ago. And I'm here with my co-host, Lynn Ozer. Uh, when we were in South Africa with EO's Global Leadership Conference about two months ago, Around 60 of us went out to have a very special and fascinating dinner at Mozambi Restaurant. And the, perhaps the restaurant was great and the experience was great, but the family and the spirit and the entrepreneurial spirit of the restaurant was perhaps the most important thing that made it all so special. And so I asked Mabaza if he would be a guest on our podcast to tell us the story about his family, his mom, who sadly passed a few weeks ago, what he taught them, how they built this restaurant in the townships of Cape Town. And I think there are important entrepreneurial lessons for all of us in here. So with that spirit, I'm here with my co-host, Lynn Ozer. But Lynn and I are the least important people here today. The important person is Mabaza. Mabaza, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Okay. Hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Mabaza. Mabasa from South Africa in Langa, from Zanza Restaurant. Let's hear your story. Tell us the story. Tell us everything from the beginning. (laughs) Okay, great. So Mzanzi was founded in 2008. It was an idea of my late grandmother who, who shared the idea with my mom and my dad. So my mom used to love cooking. And my dad is an entertainer. He used to host jazz events. He is well known in the community um, through jazz events. So my late grandmother saw the buses of tourists coming in and out of Ulanga. And then she asked my mom, why don't they open up a, a restaurant and host these guests? Since these tourists just come to Ulanga and they don't have any activities. So my, my mom and my dad, they took their retirement packages and invested it into Mzanzi. Take a minute and explain to the audience a little bit about Langa Township, why the tourist buses were coming, and a little bit about the community there so they can understand. Okay. So Ulanga is, is centered right in the middle of Cape Town, right? Langa is 10 to 15 minutes away from the Cape Town International Airport and is 15 to 20 minutes to the um, CBD, Cape Town CBD. And Ulanga is very, very rich of history. And Langa is also turning um, 100 years this year. Yeah, so there's also tours, there's also township tours that, um, uh, that are happening in Langa. So these buses used to tour Langa to come and see the rich history of Ulama. And 
Lunga is also a township, correct? Yes. Where uh, which which has sadly a lot of poverty and has a lot of people who are struggling to to move up in the world. Is that a fair statement? Yes, there is poverty, but there's also got people that have um, studied that have nice houses, you know. So we've got the low class, middle class. So the middle class would be teachers, nurses, you know, and also people that have tried to open up their businesses. Like, for instance, my mom opened up Zanzi. We also have low-income houses, people who live in shacks, and so on. Thank you very much. I think that's helpful for people to understand a little bit more about what Langa is so that they can understand the context of the story. Is that fair? I've got also my my, my brother next to me because he's doing the township tours. So he can explain further about Ulanga. That's great. Say hello. Bring him with us. Come on over. Okay. Ah. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> Good. How's How are everybody? you? How's everybody doing? We're good. Tell everybody. We're great. It's nice to meet you. Okay. First and foremost, it's great to be here and such an, a privilege and an honor to be sharing our journey and our business with everyone. And yeah, I hope it will have some kind of a significant impact. My name is Sabu, full name Siabulela, last name Siaga. I might be looking younger, but I'm the older brother, the first born, the first <laughs> one who saw the son. Yeah, born and bred here in Langa. I'm the founder, the owner of Ubizo Events and Tours. And then Ubizo works very close with Mzanzi. And uh, don't get twisted. These are two completely different businesses. My role is to get people to the hood and also to come to Mzanzi. And then Umbasa right next to me. Make sure that takes care of your tummy and entertains you with his live marimba band. Just to add a bit of a cherry about Ulanga. Ulanga, yes, is well known as one of the oldest township in the country. But what's so special or unique about it is that yet it's the smallest where you end up in this one time, tiny space. You end up with the thousands of cultures, you know, as Mbasa was explaining that you get the middle class low end and the high end in this one space that comes from our culture of Ubuntu, you know, because what we do whenever we have host traditional ceremonies, we always sit together. There's no VIPs, VVIPs, none of that. We all respect one another because we believe that we breathe the same air, we've got the same blood. That's how this word or phase of Ubuntu comes from, which defines us you know, which simply means humanity. I am because of you, you are because of me. So that's why you will find all of these different backgrounds in this one tiny space. And also it's the mother of the legends, your greatest jazz musician, Louis Muhulu, who was in exile in, in, in Lenhams from Kualala, the greatest of them all, uh, Mambondo, the marimba uh, band that you have, ever come across in this whole entire I mean, world comes from Kualala, you know? And then also uh, when it comes to sports, we produce a number of sports legends, you know? I can name even your know, Temba Bavuma, who's the captain of the national squad of cricket. Soccer legends, the guy who was leading us, who was a captain of 
Bafana Bafana comes from this township called Langa. So that's why it has become one of the tourist destination in Cape Town where you get to taste the local flavor with the mama's love right here at Mzansi restaurant. Awesome. So tell us about your mama, your grandma, and your mama. We wish our condolences to you on her recent passing. Your grandmother encourages your mom and your dad to start the restaurant. What happened next? How old were you two when they started? <laughs> oh my gosh. Which business? Are you about Mzansi or just in business? Mzansi. How old were you when they started when Mzansi? They started, when they started in Mzansi, it was quite interesting because it was in 2008. They were just following their heart as usual. And then Umbasa was still a, a little boy at that time. He was washing the dishes before he became my big boss. So I must <laughs> watch my mouth because it's going to decrease my salary. So <laughs> anyways... They started in 2008, they were just naive and just following their heart without knowing anything about the tourism industry, but just seeing these buses are coming in and out in Langa. And then they decided, you know what, we might as well do what we love to do best and take care of people's tummy, like we do, like what mothers normally do. And then my dad was like, okay, fine, once we do that, while we do that, I'll make sure I get everybody on the dance floor and burn all those calories, you know. And then they came live with the sweetest memories ever. That was it. No business plan, no marketing plan, none of those fancy things, you know. And then they decided to just follow their heart. But unfortunately, the real world showed them what's real. As we all understand, when you don't plan, you plan to fail. So they end up going through that as well, like normal people. So they end up running the business for a good period of five years at a minus. The only thing that kept them, kept that us going was we didn't have to pay the rent. We're self-employed. We're just doing what we love to do. And then one thing that brought a spark in this business, it was the same people that we were taking care of. Simple thing by sharing what, that, what they've experienced because we took a group of study abroad students, a broader group of study abroad students from the local universities. We showed them around and then we end up in Zanzi and these youth, they had their best of their lifetime. And then they decided to share it with the rest of the world, of course, on the, media, on the, on the social media platforms such as TripAdvisor. And then that brought a spark on our business. And then those students they decided to share those reviews on the TripAdvisor, all that experience. And then of course they first registered that and then they shared those reviews. And then that's when everything became history. Everyone that ended up coming to the business and then they end up becoming part of the family and growing with the business. You know, now we no longer have guests because what we do, we make sure when you come to Zanzi, actually the person who initiated this wanted to make sure that you feel at home. So that's what sets Umzanzi apart from others out there. So we always make sure that you don't become a guest. Instead, you are a family. So as we grow with the business and then we grow with our family, no longer a guest, because it's the 
family that who have made us where we are today. You know, even through COVID, they were still there with us, you know, mm -hmm. our guests, which is a family, you know. Uh, there's a number of inspiring and success stories that I can talk about, about our families, you know, that has contributed to get us where we are. So you did operate during COVID? You were able to serve guests outside? Unfortunately, in the unlikely event, that couldn't happen. Right. Because no one were able to be at the streets at that time. Right. And right. the same industry was the one, was the first one that was knocked out of the game. And then we were the last one to come back. Come back. Right. In the game, you know? Yeah. So we had to find other means and other sources to find a way to survive. But through our relationships and our family, we're able to to back us up and making sure that we still keep the ball rolling during COVID and after COVID. Tell us the most important lessons your mom taught you. Basa, you want to go first? There's, there's quite a lot. One thing I've, I've learned from my mom, how to manage the business, because I, I started working, also how to work hard, you know, because I started working and the business washing dishes. Yes, I started washing dishes. I think I was I was at the age of, of, of 11. You know, I started washing dishes, moved on, graduated there, um, and then went into um, car guarding, car marshal outside, parking the cars. And then I graduated there. I went inside, I became a runner. And then I graduated there. And then when she started feeling not well, so it was easy for me to run the business without her because she taught me ins and outs of the business from the kitchen, outside, you know, how to manage the restaurant, you know. So, uh, yeah, th those were the things that taught me. Great. From my side, it was quite interesting because we, we used to fight a lot, but not in a bad way, but in a, for the love. You know, I remember I used to tell her that, hey, the business was growing at a fast pace just before the COVID. So I was like, hey, I think it's time for us to spread the wings now and find a bigger space, you know, to, to run this business and make it successful so that we can accommodate more numbers. And then one thing that she told me, she told me, listen, yeah, young man, if you know what's right for you, just make sure that you keep your nose where it belongs. So she was like, listen, I'm happy where the business is at right now. And I want to make sure that all my guests, they feel at home. The minute you take this business out of these premises, then you're shifting away the authenticity, you know. And now... For me, this is not about making billions or millions. These are her words, like I'm quoting her words now. You know, I'm not here to make billions and millions. I'm already a millionaire. Instead, I'm a billionaire. That was her favorite line. Because I'm living my life and this is my dream and I'm happy the way it is. So that was the biggest ever, ever lesson from her. So I decided to shift my nose away from that and get to respect that. So that's why we still 
doing and running this business where it's at right now. That's a great lesson. (laughs) Yeah, just to add on top of what Sabu said, what made her a millionaire, a billionaire, was that the the rest of the world is coming to her. She's not going to the world because we host people that come from all over the world. Right. So you find today we have Germans, tomorrow we have we have Americans, you know. So that's what made her a millionaire, you know. She got to engage with the rest of the world. So the abroad students really pushed you over the edge, getting you on social media. Ami, how did you find the restaurant? I'm just curious. TripAdvisor. You did. Yeah. You did too. That's fascinating. So that really yeah. changed everything for you guys, right? It was such an honor and a privilege to meet the founder, the owner of a TripAdvisor in Berlin 2019. Oh, really? To go and promote our businesses there at that mega event of the tourism industry. So I got to bump to him, not just rubbing shoulders. And then I end up after he was doing his seminar there and then uh, end up having an opportunity to engage with him. And then I even took a photo with him and then I showed him as he was working out, hey, Mr. Steven, I would like to thank you for all the hard work that you have done for our family back home and the country. He was, of course, confused. What is this young man talking about? (laughs) As he was getting closer and then I showed him the trip advisor and we were number one on the trip advisor and then he was so blown with what he saw there and then he was like oh my gosh we've been looking for such stories for the whole entire lives where is this coming from why is it i'm like in place called langa where is that in cape town so next time you take a cape town trip a south african trip make sure you come and taste mama's love adam zanzi so that was one of my highlights at, these, um, at those such events. So you, you guys started this business. It's passion. Are other entrepreneurs in your township able to do that? Do they have loans that they have to get? It sounds like you were able to start this business without borrowing money. Is that true? Yes, it's quite interesting. That's a very, very interesting question. Because uh, my parents, as our parents, as Mbasa has mentioned that they had to work hard and took every single cent that they've invested from their retirement fund and throw all that money, especially to this business as a legacy for all of us as a family. Now, After we got our democracy in 1994, a couple of years later, and then there was a whole lot of a transition in our country where uh, government sat down with, of course, with the previous government and find the ways to rectify and see how we can move on with our country. You know, what happened in the past? So as part of those proposed solutions was coming up with the Black Economic Empowerment Initiative by finding a way to develop agencies that will come up with the programs that will help 
the disadvantaged communities in order for them to strive and make the best, you know. So myself, Mbasa, we were fortunate to leverage on such opportunities. But here's the interesting part. Those opportunities don't come to you. You need to go out there and hunt for those opportunities, you know. And the same opportunities, it's not easy to access. Sometimes you get to bump to a red tape, you know, that becomes a stumbling block for you to access it because the requirements are reaching the roof and are quite complex for some of us who are not privileged that we never went to school, you know. So it becomes such a mission to access that, you know, Uh, although it is there and yet sometimes it's not reaching where it should the people that are in desperate need, you know. So that's why the older generation, our parents and our great-grandparents, they are not familiar with all of these. And for them, it's such a mission. It's a lot of a paperwork, which that they don't know and they're not familiar with. And unfortunately, they don't even have the strength to put all those documents together. So... If, however, you never work so hard, just like our parents, so that they can be able to invest or raise a capital to start a business, then it's such a tough, tough one for you. So it's a very, very interesting one because the opportunities, yes, are there, but it's not that easy to access it, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, the older generation they know less about these opportunities as much as it's a mission for them to access it. So I hope that gives you a broader picture of what we are facing. Yeah. Well, you, you were very blessed that your parents were so driven and had this dream and were able to do that. The other entrepreneurs in your township, they were able to access these funds Is that what you're saying? Some of them were able to access these other funds. People of your generation, I mean. No doubt. Like I said, these trips that I'm talking about, the same trips that I'm talking about, traveling around the world and then getting some support out there to develop the business. I'm one of the people who, I I won't lie, that was privileged. But it didn't just fall from the sky. You you had to work hard. There's a lot of a sacrifice and sweat you know, that you invest in order to, to, to achieve such, right. you know? Well, so entrepreneurship is very hard. Owning your yeah, business is like raising a child. Yes. Exactly. That's what we are experiencing as well, this side of the world. I wouldn't say it's enough what I've achieved. No, there's still a lot. It's a still a long journey. There's still a red tape still today, but I'm not going to lie we did benefit, you know, and government did something for for our generation, which is the previous generation, what they fought for. Right. Tell us about starting your transportation business. How did that go? Why did you decide to do it? How's it going? Now you're involved in two businesses and the restaurant. Tell us a little bit about that. How you guys, who's the boss of what? 
<laughs> okay, let, let, let me explain that. So one of our biggest challenges is, is, is the Ubers, you know. So guests will, will, will make a reservation at Nzansi, say that they're coming. And then on the day when they get into the Uber and then they say they're coming to Mzansi, they're coming to, to Langa. And then the Uber driver will say, no, 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 I'm not going to Langa. Langa, Langa is dangerous and, and, and so on. And then the guests, they don't even tell us, they just cancel the, reser- the, the, the reservation. So that happened for quite some time. And then we decided instead of relying on Ubers, let's rather transport the guests. So that's when I brought my brother forward and said, let's try another way of, of, of transporting the guests. That, that's how we came in. Now let your brother tell his side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to take a, a detour of that one. Although, yes, it's part of it. But like I said, I'm running my own business, you know, which is a tour operator. Right? So don't get twisted. We invoice one another. <laughs> so, and the unfortunate part in this family, there's no free lunch of free <laughs> Love that. You know, everybody works hard to get the food on the table. And we get to an extent where we don't play around. We wear different hats. One minute we talk about family and love, and then the next minute we change the subject like that, and then we do business. And then there's no mommy and daddy or younger brother. No, 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 no. Watch him when we run business. There's no bigger brother. No, 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 no. He's my boss. He will tell me, listen, go and watch those cars there. And then uh, at some point I must adapt and rim and get my mind together. Oh my gosh, now I'm speaking to my boss. It's no longer my bigger brother. You know what I mean? So... It's like that. With Ubizo, what I do uh, is to, of course, to showcase the richness of our culture and heritage. So my job is to invite people to this place called Ulanga and market Ulanga as one of the tourist destinations that one should or must come through if you're looking to engage with the locals and you want to taste local flavor or Cape Town local flavor, the best place to be is Langa. So my calling is to make sure that I share that with the rest of the world and invite them and take care of them and making sure that I introduce them to the what Ulala has to offer, where you get to experience music, food, inspiring stories, experiences, music festivals. That is my duty to go and showcase what is Ulala has to offer to the rest of the world. So as a result of that, now I'm forced to make sure that I get to transport those people, you know, and make them feel comfortable and make them feel that they're not with a guide, they're with someone that they can trust and they can call him him or her a friend or a family for that matter, you know? So 
that's how I came on board in this industry and end up working with Umzanzi. But funny enough, I started my business in 2008 as well. And this was never planned at all. Same year. Everybody literally was focusing on their business up until uh, and uh, taking those students to Mzanzi, you know, where they get to experience what Mzanzi has to offer. And then that's when everything uh, became a history. So when you are on TripAdvisor and you want to go to the restaurant, is there like a link or something to the transportation company so that? you know, people know that they can get transportation there and they don't have to rely on Ubers that are unreliable for that? Yes. So on our website, there is um, a transport option. So come with your own car because we've got a secured parking. You can also Uber if if you don't want, because other Ubers, it, it, it depends because others, they do come like, on Ubers, we've got local South African guys that uh, drive the Uber. So they know the township. They, you know, they, they don't find the township dangerous. And then mm-hmm. you've got African, neighboring African guys that drive the Ubers. So those are the guys that are not familiar with Ulama. They're not familiar with the township. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the guys that don't want to take, those are the guys that don't want to come to Ulama. Right. You know, so that's why we also put Uber as an option. Come with your own transport. We also have our own transport. Whatever numbers, we will outsource the transport. So at the current moment, we are outsourcing the transport. How's your dad doing, guys? Uh, Actually, there he is. I'll ask him to come and say hi. He's still busy looking after the plants and looking after his his his, his house and and also the two boys. Trust me, here's an interesting part. Both of me and Mbasa, we don't know how to cook. We've been so spoiled. That's how we spoiled we are. We don't know how to cook. You know me either. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we are very very spoiled brats in that way. If I may put it in frank English. Uh, now. Since our aunt, which is my mom's sister, no longer with us, and my mom, and here we are with our dad, he's the one who keeps us stronger and who still feeds us and who still cooks for us, you know. So he's been doing a quite a phenomenal job to get us looking healthy as the way we are <laughs> and stronger, you know. So big up to him and still there to make sure that everything is still run according the lane that they built for us. Does anybody work in the restaurant that's not family? Yes. So we've got 16 employees. Good. So there's five members of the band, five members in the kitchen, um, waitering staff and the securities as well. So all of my employees, they're from Langa. So most of them, they are from the same street. Uh, some of the mamas who are cooking in the kitchen, they my mother's friends, you know. Nice. So she yeah. has passed on the skill to them. That's why right. the food still tastes the same even Good. after she, she, she has left. You know, she, she has passed on the skill to, to, to her friends. That's wonderful. We don't have a staff with a team there. Yeah. It's uh, all That's family nice. and team. That's great. If you can think of what what your mother 
and your dad taught you that are lessons that are important for any entrepreneur anywhere in the world who's running or starting or thinking about starting a business? What are the lessons? Important lesson I have learned from both of them is that nothing fall easy from the sky. First and foremost, you gotta get up and work hard to build a legacy for yourself and for your grandkids. That's why both of us, Nombasa, we don't have CVs because we never, ever been employed. It's because of that legacy. Now, what becomes very important to sustain that legacy is we've got to say in Kosa that which simply means you burn the tree while it's still at young uh, age. So that's why it was easy for, for, for myself and Umbasa to take over that transition of ownership because we were taught at a very young age how to get involved and how to be responsible and what is your role in order to make sure that you carry on with this legacy. So that will be my little three cents that I would love to share with the rest of the world that I've learned from my parents. Okay, so for me, it's hardworking and patience. You know, my dad has, has a saying, you know, when we host traditional ceremonies or when he speaks in public, we always say, I'll quote, he has a saying, meaning, you know, after all the sweat, there's always fruits. Yeah. In, in fact, we can translate it directly in English. Yeah. So that's the patience that I'm that, that, that I'm talking about. So when you're patient and taking things slow, you, you will get there eventually. And enjoy the fruits. Guys, it's an amazing story. I love you guys. Thank you for hosting us so great. when we were in South Africa at the restaurant. Thank you for taking a group of us around Langa and showing us the township. Thank you for helping us arrange our transportation for some of the things we did in Cape Town. And, and anyone who goes to South Africa who doesn't go hang out with these guys is crazy. It was the best part of our whole trip. And I would do it again. The food, the music, the experience, the warmth, the love, and perhaps most importantly, the entrepreneurial lessons. So we thank you. Is there a website for the transportation company? Yes, Ubizo. You can visit Ubizo, www. Uh, ubizo, U-B-I-Z-O hyphen S-A dot C-O dot Z-A. Ubizo means the calling. So it's our calling. Okay, so we're going to put that up and we're also going to put Mazanzi Restaurant on the site. And you tell them that you're a friend of Ami when you come, they'll give you some extra love. <laughs> Ami and Elin, there are no words that can forever explain how grateful we are and how privileged we are to be sharing our story and allowing us to get this opportunity where we are able to share it with the rest of the world. So for us, this is something that we take it very seriously because this is not about money, but it's about exchanging opportunities 
And this is priceless because uh, I've learned a lot, even from the past, you know, to change people's life. It's not about giving them money or giving them business, just about giving them a fortune. For us, we're not doing this for the fame, but once you give us a fortune, trust me, we will take every single inch of our energy and exhaust it until the end to make sure that we get the best from that. So in those kind words, I would like to say my full name, Siyabulela, which simply means we are so thankful for every single time, energy, everyone, the whole team behind this who have made this possible. So let me just call my dad to say what's up and then on, say bring, bye-bye. Bring him over. So yeah, welcome, welcome the old man himself. So anything lately, if I talk a lot, uh, don't blame me, blame him. <laughs> don't blame me, blame my mom. Just wanted to say hi and- Hello, <laughs> how are you doing today? How are you? I'm fine and well. I'm very appreciate about that, my guys. Please don't be tired about my kids. I know they want more. <laughs> yeah, from you guys. And please take care of my kids. We'll take um, care in return of you. I'm so sorry yeah, for your yeah, loss. Yeah. And at the same time, we are getting stronger and stronger. And with your support as well, we will be strong. One question for you. When are we going to get your kids married? <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's, that, that's a beautiful one. <laughs> because I'm getting old, and they were supposed, the elder one, he was supposed to to show us and lead by an example. You see? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm <laughs> expecting at any point in time. Amir but, was never ready for that but, one. But, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Yeah, I just, if you, you can know, just I... push them. Yeah, because I'm waiting. I couldn't ask I'm them. I'm still waiting. I... I couldn't so, ask them, but I can ask you. Yeah. So it's while time. everyone's still on the line, so <laughs> do me a big favor. When you go to bed, make sure you pray for us until we find those goldfish, and then we can invite you guys for the big, big wedding. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lord. Appreciate it. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. It was good to Bye. see Thank you. you. Thanks for joining us today on AMI Sites. Since 2010, multifunding has helped businesses achieve their biggest growth goals through creative and personalized funding solutions, working with a network of the nation's top lenders. Visit us at multifunding.com where you can meet our advisory team and learn more about how we help entrepreneurs fund their future.